Hello, every pony, and welcome to We Were Hit by a Hard Trick and Got Descended to Equestria. I am Ponyville's beloved Graceful Spark. With me, as always, is my darling cohort, Spilled Beans. How are you doing today, Beans? I hate children. What's up, is there a gay baby jail, folks? <laughs> uh, what's up, you cool babies? You're not allowed in here, actually. Get out. Uh, uh, what's with these homies hating these babies? Why do they got a front? Really? There we what go. What did we ever do to these babes to make them die hyper? I don't know. Yeah, no, I... Yeah. Baby Holly, thank you. There it is. By, uh... By Cryer. I, I mean... Yeah, that that is a lot of this episode. <laughs> yeah. And so, dear listener, we, today we're talking about Season 2, Episode... Thirteen, I guess. Baby Cakes, written by Charlotte Fullerton. Rachel air date, January 14th, 2012. Uh, Charlotte uh. Fullerton, by the way, previously wrote, May the Best Pet Win. Oh. Hmm. And, uh, and this is damning. A Bird in the Hoof, an episode that this has a lot in common with. Yeah. But, but, credit where it's due. He also wrote Look Before You Sleep and uh, Student for Success, which are both bangers. So Yes. It, so land of she, contrasts. Yeah, she's running a pretty solid 50-50 on, on bangers and just the worst. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte, I, I know you're listening to this, and I know you're still writing episodes for Gen 4. So um, maybe next time you write an episode where nothing happens in it and it kind of sucks, uh, maybe have someone else do this one. Uh, regardless... I mean, uh, a lot of things happen in this episode. Just, I don't know, they're also a mess. Uh, like, uh, yeah, it, it's Pinkie Pie tries to take care of some babies. That's basically all of it. And again, it has a lot of similarities to Fluttershy and Twilight trying to take care of a bird. But like... Even then, when Twilight showed up halfway through in that one, she stayed so we had two characters who could talk to each other. Ah. Anyways, we should probably talk about yeah. the episode. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, the episode, like, starts off well enough. I'll give it that. Like, so we start off in the, I guess, the paternity ward where uh, Mr. and Mrs. Cake, who get first names in this one, they are Cup and Carrot Cake. Mrs. Cup cake and mr carrot cake huh yeah yeah just it was it was interesting to finally learn those yeah yeah like i i knew it sort of metatextually from you know tags and such like image board tags and such but it's yeah, i didn't realize like this is where we learned that and mm. uh, they just had uh two kids baby two babies baby yeah they had a a pound cake who is a, a Pegasus, and Pumpkin Cake, who is a unicorn. And uh, so the cakes are Earth Ponies, uh, both of them. And uh, someone asked about this. I think it's Rarity? Or Rainbow Dash asked about this? No, it's Applejack. She's like, Eltarnation, how come, how come uh, the Earth Ponies had a Pegasus baby? Yeah. And uh. 
we get like the best line of the episode, which is like, uh, a like the the closest we'll ever get to like the show acknowledging that you know babies come from sex and pregnancy and such, and not like some bullshit with the stork. Yeah, like I do. En- I do enjoy how Mister Kate does talk about it because he's like cause the son is the pound cake is is a is a pegasus and he's like well what was it his like great uh, grand uh, great 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 grandmother or something was a pegasus yeah and uh mrs cake's uh great great aunt's second cousin once removed was a was a unicorn oh that it was twice sense. removed yeah there you go there you go and uh well that makes sense right and he like and, looks around nervously as if yeah. to imply those are not his kids. Yeah. Uh this man is aware that he may not be the father of either of these children. Yeah. Uh, and he's yeah. fine with that. Which you know what? Like he only seems embarrassed with the concept of other people finding that weird, rather than like him actually being embarrassed about the kids. So you know what? Yeah. Good on this. Uh, we we stand a cuck king, I guess, <laughs> is the thing. We, yeah, like, uh, yeah, like, even if Mr. Cake is not these kids' bio dad, yeah, he loves them all the same. A plus on that. And yeah. when this episode it, came out, the joke was that, like, you know, well, obviously, you know, well, who do we know that has wings and a horn? Well, you know, Celestia is the, the, the other mother of these children, or whatever. Yeah. The the donor parent of the yeah, pair, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I do I do want to point one thing out. Uh, Mister Cake does have some like a like five o'clock shadow going yeah, on. Yeah, he's got some stubble. Yeah, which has which has the implication that if he didn't shave, he would have a beard. Yeah, we've seen a pony with a mustache before. Remember that tennis po- pony? Uh, oh yes, the the one with chest hair deemed too human. How could I yes, forget? Yes. He's still in my nightmares. I understand. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I will say, the scraggly chin, Mr. Cake, not a bad look, actually. Yeah, it's pretty good yeah. on him. It, it's okay. a shame he doesn't keep it. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of rugged. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to say this. Uh, uh, Mr. Cake... Brand's mask? Oh. Oh. I support this. Yes. Fucking Chad Jod Mr. Cake trans mask. Um, yeah. Like, hey, it, if there's any trans mask folks listening and you wish to uh, encourage the claiming of, of Mr. Cake, please let us know. I would love know, to hear that letter, or, actually. It, yeah. Or if we're totally off base, yell at us. Either way. We'd love yeah. to hear your letters. Your Mr. Cake head... Your head cakens. Your cake cannons. Yeah, e- either say, yeah, we're right, or please dunk on us. I don't know, one or the other. Yeah, just... yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, Mr. Cake is a, I would say, a, an icon of non-toxic masculinity, and I respect that yeah. for him. Like, I realize I said the phrase, cuck king, and mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, it is kind of funny saying it a second time, too. But, like... Yeah, cuck cake. Yeah, exactly. But he's he's fine. He's great. Yeah. I love him. Like... I don't think we've ever had anything bad to say about Mr. Cake, and that this episode continues that. Yeah, like, he's, he's, he's got, great. He's got this, like, pure, earnest dad energy. I love that for him. He's a good guy. Yeah. Big, uh, big, like, the, the, the joke is, like, the, the, you know, I'm not the stepdad, I'm the dad that stepped up. 
Yeah. And yeah. like, even if these are not his kids, yeah, sure, it's his wife, but like, he is the dad who stepped up in this yeah. in this yeah. case. He's he is here and ready and very on board with parenting. And you know what? Good dad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I have the line in front of me where he says, "Well, Cupcake's great aunt's second cousin twice removed was a Pegasus." Like twice removed is a like through marriage thing, right? No, 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 no. Twice removed is just generational. I oh, blood, okay. Uh, that would be that would be in law. Now, to be clear, your great aunt could be may or may not be someone you are blood related to because your great aunt mm. a great an aunt could be by marriage. Yeah, yeah. I, the 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 thing that got me with like always fucks with me twice. Like the twice removed thing feels like something people would do for like like. That that aunt's like brother got married and like yeah. his partner would be like your aunt or uncle once removed because it's like one step over on a family tree. Like that's how my brain parses that yeah. because uh, my family tree on both sides is fucking tiny. Like I have two cousins, uh, so uh, entirely. That's it. Yeah. So I got, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the. So the once or twice removed thing uh, for you and for the folks at home, because I actually have uh, cousins who are once or twice removed because it is, it's a generational thing. So it goes up and down the family tree. The number of, so your, for example, your first cousin is your aunt and uncle's kids, right? Yeah. And your, uh, something like your first cousin once removed would be those cousins' kids, basically. Because they are, or something like that. Like, it's, the removed refers to generations removed, basically. Okay. If they are a generation, like, ahead of or behind you, they are that many generations removed. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just remembering something now, and I'm trying to figure out, because we do see a nurse pony. Yeah, Nurse Redheart. Yes. But we do also see the outside of the hospital, and I'm trying to remember if it's, the white cross in a red circle that's the war crime or the red cross on white that's the war crime one of the two it's, is a war crime one yeah, of the two no, is against the geneva convention to use and i'm trying to remember which one it is it's the red yeah it's the red cross on the white because that's like you know the red cross yeah but uh this horse is a war crime all right anyway continue yeah she has like little heart yeah nurse red because like her mark is like the red cross with like little hearts in the corners yeah the Geneva Conventions will have some... Oh, wait, shit, was this The Hague instead? <laughs> Fuck, it's been a while. Yeah, like, I, the, I used the, to know this. The Hague? Ah, perfect, there it is. I don't care which one the real world one is. The, uh... Oh, fuck. The Geneva Conventions are the document. The Hague is, like, the court. The place you, go, you get dragged off to. Yeah. The Hague is the place the United States has passed a law saying we will invade if they ever try to try an American soldier for war crimes. Yeah, but, like, the thing is that, like, a lot of times people are like, this is against the Geneva Conventions, but that's not always the one that is actually yeah, yeah. the thing that decries the the war crime people are talking about. So, yeah. like, I, I, I used to have a better handle on the difference. It's just I've not needed that knowledge for so long now that it's, it's, it's blurred. Yeah, so yeah. So, there are I'm sure documents. someone will correct me. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there wasn't, like, we had no war crimes, and then everyone got together and had one conversation, and then we're like, okay, this is the document that has all the war crimes. Uh, I mean, come on, the, tre- the trench gun existed before then, so, uh, 
Gotta love that even in the middle of World War One, Germans looked at a fucking shotgun and said, hey, not that one, actually. <laughs> that one? Put that one away. And Americans said no. <sighs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. Uh, back to talking about babies. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I got this tirade. The bit here is that Pinkie Pie keeps, like, she comes into, the, like, the the side of the, it's the thing you always see in cartoons, at least, where, like, you know, there's, like, a big window so you can see all the babies in the maternity ward, and then, you know, Pinkie Pie, you know, Mr. Cake is there, like, explaining baby genetics or whatever, and then yeah. Pinkie Pie, like, comes in, she just, you know, kind of ducks on one side of the glass and pops up on the other to, like, she's, like, trying, trying to wish the babies a happy birthday, and... Nurse Redheart keeps showing up to shush her because she's being very loud while the babies are trying to sleep. And this goes on for a while. So I will admit it's pretty funny how she pulls out a cake and goes, um, here's your, here's your cake. Uh, blow out the candles. It'll be easy because there's zero candles because you're zero years old. That was pretty funny. Yeah, that was unironically an amazingly good goof, actually. Yeah, it's a good joke. But mm -hmm. it just keeps going until, like, she gets kicked out of the nurseries. Twice. She gets kicked out of there twice. Yeah. She gets kicked out and ended up back in there. And the second the second time she shows up is with cake. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But it is... Uh, yeah. Things going on a little longer than they feel like they need to. I feel like we've had this discussion before about episodes written by this author. Hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry, Charlotte. You've done good work before and I'm sure you'll do good work again, but... uh. Yeah. Like, there's a reason I remembered Mr. Cake's line here and nothing else about this episode. Like, jack shit. I, yeah. I remember that line and nothing else. Yeah, it's, uh... I did not even remember that, like... Because we had the conversation at least once before of, like, the Cakes having kids. And I forgot that that was a thing until we, you brought that up. And then I, just, mm -hmm. I was just like, well... That's probably like a season four thing. That's probably like an episode I just didn't see. No, it's here in season two. Instead, I did see it. I just completely forgot about it. Yep. I kind of thought we'd get like some kind of lead up to it. You know, I don't know. Maybe someone would mention that Mrs. Cake is pregnant or whatever. But again, yeah, this is before TV shows were expected to be serialized. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's something to be said for a show that's made for every episode to just sort of stand on yeah, its own. Yeah. But I don't know. I do, I do enjoy a good serialized show, especially like season one. Even kind of had hints of it of just like the Grand Galloping Gala just being yeah, like yeah. a thing that was just sort of in the background that was like coming up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That was nice. It was, it was, it was good to have a like central through line, even if the each episode was pretty fine on its own. Yeah, yeah, and it only maybe like half the episodes touched on, but it was still nice. Like you know. Create a nice little arc, it you know, a little through line. It you know it gave us some good episodes. I think like it's one of the things that made a uh, you know. I always want to call the episode "Art of the Dress," but I think it's actually suited for success. That you know, helps. And uh, the later episode, later seasons don't do that. Like season two doesn't do it. And yeah, because I think from here on out they they start doing the more like um, you know, the season intro and finale have you know big two-parters with, like, big magical world-ending threats. Yeah. Like, I could have sworn the whole, like, Crystal Kingdom or whatever the fuck it's called. Crystal yeah. Empire. Crystal Empire. Crystal. Yeah, which yeah. does come up a number of times. 
Yeah, like, I'm pretty sure that one feels like it's kind of, like, returning to the Grand Galloping Gala is a thing we're gonna keep, like, hinting as being a thing and then actually dealing with. Yeah, and we'll get, like, status quo changes in the future, don't you worry. Yeah. But, yeah, well, we'll see as we go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then, uh, yeah, theme song happens, we all rise for our national horse anthem. Indeed. uh, Then it is the twins' month anniversary. Where Pinkie Pie shows up with a cake and uh, with a one on it because the twins are already a month old. Yeah, I do. I do want to point out we we did show up at the cakes just when they were, I guess, having come back from buying some diapers, and like they just have a giant box of diapers that that Mr. Cake is walking in yeah. with, bounced on his head. The box is bigger than he is. Yep. It um, it was very distracting. Yeah, I mean, they're they're pretty light, you know. It's it's cloth. It just doesn't pack very well, so the box is big. I mean, yeah, I've I've had to carry around diapers before. They're like good ones that are like the you know single use ones. Usually aren't just cloth. Yeah, yeah. Do ponies have plastic? They have to, right? Like we've seen enough materials in the show that like would have to be made with plastic. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think we've seen, like, at least milk, like, plastic milk jugs. Maybe those are cartons. But, like, you're probably right. Again, technology level of equestria is all over the damn place. Like, there is a light switch in this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. The cake's house is wired for electricity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, hell, um, they even had lights up in the, in the, like, shop. Like, they were actual, like, ceiling lights and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, like, they clearly have electricity, but, like... We had electricity before we really had, like, plastics. Yes, but, like, but also, yes. a lot of, yeah. Like, Pinkie Pie's watch, when we, because we do see Pinkie Pie's watch later, like, you wouldn't have that, like, pastel color on metal like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that, clearly that, a cheap plastic watch. Yeah. They have plastics. Mm. Like, they, Weird, they have but definitely, okay. like... The rubber caps on the baby bottles and stuff. I'd I'd assume those are probably plastic too, since the babies seem to be able to hold them. But you know, whatever. I'm pretty sure we get a glass sound effect when they they move the bottles around. That's fair. I but, wasn't paying too close attention. Yeah, no, but yeah, no. Regardless, uh, I wanted to believe they have plastic. As weird as that is, you don't usually think of the ponies like extracting and refining petrochemicals. No, they get the diamond dogs to do that or some shit. <sighs> I don't know. Like, it, it's weird to think about the ponies doing it, but there are a lot of other sentient species that probably could do it instead more efficiently, and I don't know. It would be nice to think that that's like a, a trade thing going on that we yeah, just don't yeah, see. The, yeah, like they're making the, the griffins mine lithium or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like Again, it would be nice to assume that it's trade, but there there is one fucking sun god and also a moon god now that are just around and uh, show up to people's tea parties and shit. So like, it's pretty easy to assume which side is uh, on the um, yeah, uh, yeah has has more uh, soft power in these situations. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, they're like the equestria is the United States. Like that's made pretty clear yeah. over the course yeah. of the series. Uh, and if there's one thing the United States is very good at, it's making other people have to do the work that gets kids killed. Anyway, yep. Speaking of children, yep. Ah. Uh, See, see, see what happens when the episode is bad? We get depressing. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right? Okay. okay. So, We've already uh, talked about war crimes. Now we're talking about child labor. I'm so sorry. We're not even that far into the episode. Ah. Uh, Brain, stop this trying just... to match up Princess Celestia and Joe Biden. That's nothing. Anyways. It's nothing. Okay, so Pinkie Pie is playing with the cakes. She's playing with the baby cakes. Oh, um. It's uh, a lot of playing with the baby cakes. Okay, so. Sorry. Uh, we do get one thing foreshadowed, which is that, uh, Rainbow Dash is like, uh, you know, oh, baby Pegasi will be flying all over the place. And he's like, oh, uh, just, you know, watch out. Baby unicorns get wild magic searches. Yeah. So there's some foreshadowing there. Yep, there we go. Hey, friends, I bet you know what the end of this episode's like, huh? Or, well, start of the third act, anyway. And then, yeah. Pinkie Pie's playing with the cake. She plays, uh, oh, Peekaboo. Yeah, where's Pinkie Pie? Here's Pinkie Pie. She does this for, like, a long time. And then... To the point where even the cakes are, like, looking at her doing it. And, and like, they both look worried. Like, yeah. oh, no. Did, has Pinkie Pie broken? Is she just in a permanent loop now? Yeah. Has then... Pinkie Pie been hodored for this? <laughs> uh, well, she's clearly opening the door. She's not holding it. <laughs> but still, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but consider if that guy's name was... There he is. <laughs> uh... It would very much change the scene. Uh, uh okay so mrs cake is like who needs a diaper change and pinkie pie's like no they're fine and then they're not fine uh mr cake steps up he changes the babies uh fucking amazingly efficiently yeah and i gotta admit i would not put my mouth that close to a dirty diaper a plus for mr cake yeah no like fucking just on board just gets in there uh goes out just just it's yep. done in like 30 seconds and he's washing his hooves afterwards. Yep. Uh Carrot Cake, you are our horse of the week. You come yeah, in, we'll, we'll get you a, we'll get you a drink on the horse. Yeah, you come in. Yeah. If you want to tell us who uh your kids' bio parents are, I'm curious, but I won't ask. Uh yeah. it's between you and your wife. Mm. If you want to share, we'd love yeah. to hear. If yeah. you don't want to share, that's fine. Yeah, we're, we're, we are curious, but respectful. I realize we just called you a cuck king, but I, we mean that nothing but respectfully. A plus for you. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I'm, I'm leaning very heavily on the king and just the fact that cuckoldry is the thing that happened here. And you know what? Again, I'm going to repeat myself. If that's the thing that happened, if you're cool with it, which you clearly seem to be, awesome. Good. Mm -hmm. Good job, dude. Love it. And then... It's like, oh, is any pony hungry? And you can be like, oh, no, I just had a big breakfast. And then, like, they're feeding the babies, Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Dipshit. A little bit. And then, like, Pinkie Pie, like, impatiently checks her watch, uh, which does have her on it at the 12 o'clock. Yeah, it's, it's a bad watch. I mean, I get it. I, I yeah. would also, like, have a custom watch face with my face on it. It's like, oh, good heavens, look at the time. It's, it's a graceful spark o'clock. You know uh, what? Yes, actually, actually, yes. I agree with you entirely. That is amazing. I take it back. Pinkie Pie's watch is good, actually. Spark. Uh, beans, it's Spark 30. Time for your dick flattening. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's an option right now, but okay. Okay, fine. But, uh, yeah, but say time for my dick sucking didn't fit the meter of the joke as well? Not for horn milking, but hey, whatever. It's fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, there we go. Time for your horn milking. Yeah. 
Uh, the, but the babies have their have their milkies, and then and then they make the funny faces as Pinkie Pie thinks. Yeah, that it takes a really long time for them to explain to Pinkie Pie like the babies have to be burped. Yeah, and then which again, Mister Cake just fucking gets in there, and it just has a baby on each shoulder. Yeah, yeah, standing up and nails everything. it. Yeah, yeah. Like, this just got this shit down packed. It's only been a month. Yeah. And then. He was ready. Like, he's, yeah. we stand. This guy's great. This dad steps up. A plus. No notes. Right? Perfect. And then, you know, Pinkie Pie wants to play again. And then, you know. So, Pound Cake uh, pounds some blocks. And then, Mrs. Cake, Mrs. Cupcake is like, no pounding things. And I'm like, if you didn't want your baby to pound things, why did you name him Pound Cake? This is nominative determinism land. Why did you name him that? Right? Like... Okay, wait a second. We don't actually know that they named them, right? They, like, he did tell us what their names were, but not that they were the ones that named them. Maybe that's part of being, like, the the, like, wet nurse for this whole thing. No, wrong one. Dry nurse. No, midwife. The, that's the one. I mean, that's part of midwifery, is that, like, you, you fucking nominably determine these goddamn babies. Like, I've, again, I've heard the fan theory that, like, you see the cutie mark for a second, and then, you know. But that doesn't make a lot of sense for a number of reasons. You think you would, like, tell your kid at least have an idea or something? I don't know. Especially when they get to the point of, like, the Cutie Mark Crusaders, where they're, like, mm -hmm. getting themselves in trouble for trying to find out. Like, that seems like about the time where you're like, hey, maybe you should try this thing. Yeah, and I don't 100% enjoy the idea that it's predestined, either. That seems weird and shitty. But it's also, like, the exact yeah. thing this universe would do. So, yeah. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, bizarre. Yeah. Uh, uh maybe... Maybe it's like what they do when they're giving you the ultrasound. It's like, well, looks like your baby is going to be good at pounding and pumpkining. Right? Like, pound You're cake, we get it. He's good at pounding. But pumpkin cake, what? You're telling me this baby kins a pump? <laughs> uh, maybe. We'll have to find out, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe one day we'll get a time, we'll get enough of a time skip that we can see what a, what pumpkin's talent is. Yeah, like, Pound Cake is pretty easy. He's got kind of a Bam Bam thing going on. Uh, yeah. Nice Flintstones reference, Gray. It's very topical. Uh, mm -hmm. I was actually just thinking that, like, um, that, that Pumpkin kind of has the, the hair that Bam Bam's got. Mm -hmm. like, but he's got, like, a horn, like, bone or something through it, right? Not, like, a bow. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It's been so long since yeah. I've even observed a, a Flintstones. Yeah, and I, I think Pumpkin even kind of has Pebbles hair. Oh yes, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Either way, if you had, um, <laughs> look forward to our next podcast. We got hit by Fred Flintstone's weird rock car and got easy guy into <laughs> and got easy now, into bedrock. <laughs> now to take a step back for just a second. Yeah. Quite often, I will just say a string of no's in an offended <laughs> tone, as a joke, as a goof. Just have fun with it. This one, I I am putting my hoof down. No, not yeah, that one, actually. Like, that one can burn in hell. That yeah. podcast, someone else can do that, but it ain't us. I think we'd have to call it, like, a rock cast or something. And also, I don't... 
like the Flintstones that much. I remember watching it as a kid. I found it pretty boring. I liked the Jetsons, but I could not really do the Flintstones so much, no. Yeah. Yeah, I have a slightly better memory of the Jetsons, but I think that might just be, be because I saw less of it. But, but both shows are just sort of like, well, that existed. And, you know, I like the future theme better than the past theme. I don't know. Yeah. But, okay, regardless. Uh, Flint horses aside. Yeah. So, so uh, yeah. Cupcake has to remind Pumpkin not to chew on things. Because uh, Pumpkin is chewing on a container of talcum powder or something. And, uh... Yeah. Like, oh, we don't chew on things. Except food. And... Well, what, you didn't name her Chew Cake? Is there a special talent going to be chewing on things? Okay. Alright. I need everyone to just hold my hoof for a second. We're all gonna... Gladly. We're all it's just gonna soft. have a moment. We're all just gonna have a moment. And I'm just gonna say the words oral fixation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, the word slut, and we're just going to leave those and not comment on them and move on. So, Miss Cake says the word food and realizes, oh no, no Pinkie Pinkie Pie ads accept food. Oh, right, yes. And that is what reminds yeah. our, our, our darling Miss Miss Cake. Yeah, that, oh, like we have, a bu- we have like a bunch of catering to do, we forgot about food. Yeah, Pinkie Pie does do as Pinkie Pie do and say, oh, you know, you didn't forget about food. You just gave them bottles, remember? Yeah. It's like, no, Pinkie Pie. Please, please understand context outside of puns. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's like, no, the super big important catering order we have to fill today. My, my girlfriend, Princess Celestia, is having a party and we've got to serve. (laughs) Uh, my, oh yeah, our baby mama. Right? Huh. So hey, they re- they realize we need someone to babysit the 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 kids, and yeah. Pinkie Pie says I'll do it, and they walk out the door to look for a babysitter. And you know what? Don't blame them. Don't yeah. blame them at all. I I have some notes on this, but we'll we'll get there. I mean, I'll I'll say it now. Like, I kind of empathize with Pinkie Pie here. Like, I understand why. Like, Pinkie Pie is like not demonstrated that she is like familiar with the care and feeding of babies. But also, like, like they, they did just have to like multiple times explain to Pinkie Pie like basic care for babies. Yeah, yeah. In like, the same scene, yeah. I get them wanting to find someone else. Yeah, no, correct. Like the one like point with this, I will be a Pinkie Pie apologist. Is it fucking sucks when like people don't trust you to do shit when you think you're capable of it. Like, yeah, there's a. A memory of, like, back when I was in, like, college or whatever, and we did this thing that were, like, club hats or fraternity hats or something, which were, like, cloth hats, like, a thing of leather on top of them. And the idea was that each club had, like, a branding iron, and you would, like, get your hat branded with, like, the club you were on, because it was an engineering school mm-hmm. and such. And, you know, I was the president of the uh, Linux Users Group slash Association of Computing Machinery Club, so, like, you know, it went, it fell to me to handle the branding iron. And uh, people would, like, come out to get their hats branded and look, see that I was doing it. It's like, never mind. And, like, that fucking stings. Holy shit. Like, okay, the thing is also, like, that is a branding iron on a hat that is not, like, two living children. Yeah. I, yeah. 
I understand being much more picky about taking care of your offspring like yeah, this, no, no, like, as opposed to like they're they're clearly correct to shop around. This is be this is my like devil's advocate Pinkie Pie apology for this episode. Fair. Ah, uh, there's by my tragic horse backstory. Uh, I guess I was a human mm-hmm. at the time, but yeah. Regardless, so Pinkie Pie's like, I'll do it, I'll do it, and then. The case like, oh, I wonder who will be available at such short notice. And Pinkie Pie is like following around. and They go to all the main six, the rest of the main six. They ask Fluttershy. And she like, I would love to, but I promised Angel who we would go on a picnic. And as they leave, Fluttershy like, you understand, right? Please don't be mad at me. Which, mood. Yeah, like, I, I would, if you had asked me sooner, I would have had time to say yes. And then we would have, this would have been fine. But like. Other plans happened because I didn't know you needed me. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so- sorry. Uh, yeah, sorry. Pl- yeah, please don't be mad. There's literally nothing I can do about this situation. I'm making the right choice, but please don't be mad at me. Yeah, no, be yeah. there. And Pink- yeah. Pinkie Pie's yep. holding Angel Bunny. Um, the only one thing that I, like, really bothered to write down was, um, Twilight can't do it because, uh, she has to write a report summarizing her other reports to Celestia, and Spike is, like, she posing and holding all the all the other letters with one of them just like skewered on his head spike. Yeah. Pinkie Pie has died Twilight, for the book. You, you could have done this, Twilight. You could have put that letter aside for a little bit. Celestia had told you that you only need to write letters when you like need to. Mm-hmm. And put a pin in there. There is no expectation from her side. She kind of does later on. Yeah. And this this time Pinkie Pie's in the background with a fucking book. In a diaper? Yeah, she has a diaper like, the book. That she is rocking like a baby? Uh, Applejack can't do it because uh, there are caterpillars that are coming to eat all the apples. Yeah, there, there's a swarm of hungry caterpillars that are coming for the apples. It's a whole thing. Rainbow Dash can't. She has, uh, she has Wonderbolts tickets. Or, yeah, Wonderbolts tickets. Yeah. Which... Alright. Yeah, fair enough. Alright, Rainbow Dash. I get it. That's expensive. Yeah. Pinkie Pie has diapered a cloud. Yep. Which she's tossing around and then, like, drops. And then just nervously walks away from. Yeah. And then they ask Rarity. She's like, oh! No, 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 no. Thank you for thinking of me, but no. Bye. She doesn't even have an excuse. I love that for her queen shit. I mean, we... We've already had an episode of her babysitting someone, and that did not go well. Yeah, like... Honestly. She doesn't have a choice with Sweetie Belle. Uh, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, she has a, a tenuous truce with Sweetie Belle. She is not doing these other children she is not responsible for. Yeah, the, the two of them seem to have signed some sort of pact where they get along, but, like, that t- that took the two of them almost being at war first. <laughs> uh, Sweetie Belle and Rarity have signed the non-aggression pact? <laughs> Right? Uh, uh, neither will perform overt, but can perform covert operations against each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, it's also, I guess the cakes don't have any friends other than the main six. That's kind of weird, but okay. I get that, like, there aren't any, like, other adults in this town who have, like, names and established voices. Like, are you gonna ask, like, Barry yeah. Fudge to do it with the flower ponies? Like, what's your point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no, they're... To be fair, the main six were the ones that they took to the the Maternity hospital ward. to pick up their babies. Well, but it's in a hospital, right? Like, we saw yeah, the entire yeah. hospital from outside. 
Yeah, they, they, yeah. they took the main six in the Eternity Ward to pick up the babies. Like, the cakes seem to actually have a good relationship with them. Yeah, which, which we've kind of seen. Like, whenever, like, someone has an event or whatever, like, they, you know, they go to the Sugar Cube Quarter, you know, hey, you know. It, yeah. Like, they're, they'll go there pretty frequently. Like, they're obviously, like, if nothing else, like, friends through Pinkie Pie. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that's reasonable. And then, now that they've exhausted all other options, if Pinkie Pie's, like, smiling and, like, Pinkie Pie, will you do it? And then, like, she lights up and she's so happy and she makes, uh, she makes this face. Oh, boy. And it's... then... Yeah. And then, uh... Like, uh, let me check my schedule first. And then says yes. Yeah, she, yeah, she has a she has a really good, like, board. Like, I don't I don't know if I've actually got time for this. Check my hoof. Make yeah, it's like, oh, let me inspect my I'll my check my schedule. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, and then... Fast forward to the, the cakes doing the prep for the catering work that they need. Yeah, like, and this like, cake is a, an understandable bundle of nervous energy... I mean, so is Mrs. Cake, though, is yeah. the thing. Yeah, like, they have a bunch of work to do, and also they are leaving Pinkie Pie alone with their children. And uh, yeah. they are consistently reminding Pinkie Pie that she has to be responsible. And, like, I, I will. Responsibility is my middle name. Pinkie Responsibility Pie, even though we know her middle name is Diane. Yeah. I kind of thought someone would call her on that. Like, Look, if the cakes weren't in, like, disaster mode yeah, right yeah. now, they probably would have. Yeah, like if especially Mrs. Cake. Mrs. Cake feels like the kind of person who'd be like, mm, "No." Yeah, like if if there were like four lights, or like if Twilight or some such was there, you know, yeah, yeah, Twilight like, would call yeah. it on that shit. Or you know, even like an Applejack. I thought it was Diane. You know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Applejack would be questioning. Mrs. Cake and Twilight would be like, "No, it's not." Yeah. <gasps> Pinkie Pie is the only pony we know who has a middle name. It's. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so. Do leave Pinkie Pie with a list of responsibilities she needs to deal with, and it's the classic cartoon thing of you throw down a, a piece of paper that that looks like it's short, but then it rolls out and it's real long. Actually, yep. yep. Like, oh, oh, that's a lot of stuff. But he's like, yep, consider it done. And then, yeah, they rush out with the cake. They'll frost it there and uh, take good care of our two precious ginger snaps. And yeah, it's cute. As soon as the door closes, uh, the babies start crying. And they're crying, and crying, and crying. And there's a lot of fucking baby crying in this episode. And, okay, I'm gonna summarize the arc here. I don't know. Oh, we'll talk about the first one, that we can copy and paste that. So, yeah. you know, Pinkie Pie, like, makes funny faces, blah, blah, blah. And then, the other thing she does, she does, except she, like, does stand-up for them. Because as we know, yeah, they seem... babies love stand-up comedy. Yeah, they're, they're making... Very confused faces at Pinkie Pie's very bad jokes. Yeah, yeah, this is a real, uh, Mary, uh, Seinfeld situation. Yeah, um, oh god, what were the jokes? Um, it's like, the, the first one was like, I, I had an ant farm, but I had to give it up because I couldn't find tractors small enough. Yeah, I uh, spilled spot remover on my dog, now he's gone. Yeah. Uh, there is one good joke, because, like, they do a little, like, you know, the ba-dum-tish rimshot thing. Yeah. And we, after, after like, the third joke, like, we actually see that it is Pinkie Pie rushing over to do it on the drum kit every time. Yeah. And when the babies start crying, 
her at the drum kit says tough crowd and then her at the broom pretending to be a microphone uh says tell me about it yeah it's a good and you thing. know what i do enjoy Pinkie pie being this kind of chaotic where like she's in two places at once and talking to each like the two Pinkie yeah. pies are talking to each other i do enjoy that's that. a good bit yeah then yeah she kicks the the drum stuff away and goes uh well you know since you've been such a lovely audience i think you deserve the showstopper and she like comes out wearing a pig nose and doing a song about being a pig yeah it's um i know the last song we had i I said was not much of a banger the heartwarming one that was just sort of a carol and it sucked Mm. um this one this one sucks this one's not even like it's a carol so it's not really much of a banger this one is just this one's just bad (laughs) i hate this one this is the worst song in the entire show so far yeah, Piggy Dance is hard to appreciate. I'll give it that. Yeah. And to be clear, I think it's kind of supposed to be because the when we cut to the baby case, they're like, what the hell is this? Yeah. Like, it does seem to be like she is a... a, a she is able to make the baby stop crying by confusing them, which is an energy. Yeah. Like, all right. But... Is that really... Uh, but she's like bouncing around on her tail and eventually she loses control and like and like about ba- cupboard or something yeah she yeah about runs into a cupboard and like knocks like a bag of flour over her head it turns her all white and then the babies laugh at, at that yeah and and she's like oh there's nothing to this babysitting business and then falls over yep and then next thing on the list is snack time and uh Pinky completely fucks up feeding the baby. She, like, just puts, like, bowls of mush in front of them and, like, you know, a little bit. I've never taken care of a baby, but the stereotypical thing to do is, like, you you have to spoon feed them, right? Like, you do the here comes the airplane thing. Yeah, exactly. But she's just like, oh, yeah, no, just take your face and go num num num. Okay, but there is absolutely some pony fan out there who took this scene with Pinkie Pie and these two children and like heads her with two spoons and there is a like mr president we're sorry to inform you a second spoon has <laughs> hit the a second airplane has come into the bill the baby like uh oh uh, i hope it's soon enough to make 9-11 jokes it feels like it dear we already kind of made one with the fucking mission accomplished post when we that's, made a 9-11 okay, joke like two episodes ago okay but i don't there's, there are tiers of 9-11 jokes, and that one felt like a very malicious one. I don't know. Uh, a second spoon has hit pound cake. A there second spoon has hit pound is. cake. There we go. There there it is. Thank you. Uh, you, you. You did the post for me. Thank you very much. I uh, love that. Uh, okay, and then, uh, so, uh, Pumpkin does, like, try eating the tablecloth instead, uh, and... Yeah. Pinkie Pie, like, yeah, like, no, you eat food. And then she, like, yanks the tablecloth away. And it do- a way that does leave the the face with the flowers still standing, which is a pretty good gag they don't remark on. I had missed that. Okay. Yeah, and the good. flowers are still standing. Impressive. Mm-hmm. Like, again, there are some very good goofs around Pinkie Pie. Just so often they are not the focus. And, oh, I wish they were. Yeah, because it's like... The main problem with this episode is, like, Pinkie Pie isn't even, like, that bad in it. 
It's just like she has no one to bounce off of. There's like the majority of this episode is like there's no one else for her to talk to, and this is a show that like really wants to trade on its character dynamic, which are its strongest parts. Like you want you want the horses to talk to each other, and like the kinks can't talk; they're babies. Yeah, and we get Pinky talking to herself, but that's about it. So like, yeah, even at like you know. The babies start crying. Pinkie Pie, like, you know, dumps a bag of flour on herself. The babies love it. She, like, goes, yeah, I can see where this is going. Yeah. The babies want want to ghost Pinkie Pie. It's understood. <laughs> uh, and then she's giving them a bath. Pumpkin's eating the towels, blah, blah, blah. They're hiding in the medicine cabinet. They don't want to go in the bath. Imagine! It's another chase montage. It's a, like, yep. I know I complain about a lot of these episodes having endless montages, but like, oh boy, again, this here is, we go. This is a bird in the hoof again. This is basically yep. the same as Fluttershy trying to cure Philomena. Like yep. right down, they right down to the damn bath, and yep, and then I I will say they do a bit of a good thing with this one at least, where like. She she does actually get them to stop crying when she like plays with some bubbles and they they watch the bubbles float around. Yeah. Until one like pops on Pumpkin's horn and then they both start crying at that. Like, yeah. Yeah. All right. That that was actually a little cute scene. Yeah. Like that yeah. that little chunk. Yeah. And then Pinky puts a rubber duck in there and they like that. But then she puts like way more shit in there until like yeah she's like throwing a, a inflatable raft on top. The babies do not like this. Yeah. And. Obviously. Throw it all out and start crying again. Yeah, the pound cake smashes the faucet, which gets Pinkie Pie wet. And then she launches her through the door in a Pinkie Pie-shaped hole. Yep. Getting real Looney Tunes on that one. Yep. And then she comes back with a bag of flour, like... And you can tell she's not really enjoying this, which, again, it's a good... It's a good energy for her. I appreciate that. Yeah. she's like, don't make me do this. You know what happens when flour and water mix? Which, they don't. They're literally a month old. But then again, they do live in a bakery. Yeah, there's no way. But like they clearly I don't, don't know if they care have quite enough object permanence at a month old for that. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, they may she dumps the the goop the flour water and it turns into you know that sort of goop that sort of doughy gross goop you get when you mix flour and water. Yeah, but they like it. Yeah, big fan. And then she's perfectly clean again. Yep, yep. And then you know we cut and like she doesn't even like remark on like oh yeah that that fucking sucked to get out of my you know. I at least expected a remark where she was gonna like get in the tub with them or something. I don't know. Or like yeah, she was gonna like, need to use or the even tub just next. like a like like her walking out and just like shaking and it all comes off mm-hmm. like like a dog or something like something something to have a a connection between her in fucking flower cement and then her completely clean. And then the twins are stinky and Pinkie Pie tries to chase them down to change their diapers. Uh. She doesn't. She puts one on her head and one on her butt, on her own head. Uh, this is, yeah. This, this is after she has just a pair of diapers on both of her front hooves yep. for no good reason. Yeah, I think the idea is that she's gonna like somehow transfer it from her hands to the babies, um, with the still dirty diapers on them. Yeah, doesn't really make sense. And and then the bell is ringing, and then oh, uh, the the doorbell rings. Like oh, the cakes are back, and then she goes, and it's twilight. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I finished up work and I thought I'd come by and help. And Pinkie Pie's like, oh yeah, you'll do. Thank you, thank you. 
And uh, it's like, oh, yeah, they, the babies won't listen to readers and they have terrible taste in stand-up comedy. Which, again, good joke. Yeah. And and Twilight's basically like, yeah, I kind of figured you'd need some help. Yeah. And Pinkie Pie's like, mmm. Fuck you, though. Yeah, like, I get it. Like, this is, like, the part that, like, gave me a flashback. It's like, if I weren't Pinkie Pie, I would at least, like, this feels like, I don't think Twilight meant it, but it's still, like, yeah, I would make it would make me feel shitty, you know. Mm-hmm. It would make I, me feel like I don't blame Pinkie Pie being angry here. Yeah, like it would make me feel like she showed up. It's like I knew you were terrible at this, so I thought I would come help. And like, yeah, you're correct, but yeah, uh, I I do appreciate that. Like Pinkie Pie had like after slamming the door in Twilight's face, um, is like, wow, I can't believe she didn't think I could handle it. I mean, I'm not handling it. But fuck her, I'm gonna try and handle it anyway. Yeah. And it's like, mm. There was a moment where some character growth could happen. And she said no, and decided to go for the much harder character growth instead. Yeah. For the same result, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, the easy way I would have been, like, she decides to be the bigger mayor, much like myself, and mm-hmm. uh, swallows her pride and, t- and, takes her- and takes Twilight's help. But uh, she is going to take care of these babies herself, damn it, to prove she can do it. Yeah. Yep. Oh, by the way, uh, from this point onward for the rest of the episode, uh, she never did put the diapers on the babies, so they're just naked now. Yep. Which, whatever, naked baby, fine. But, but because up until this point they had diapers on, I am extremely aware of how naked these babies are yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Which, I mean... And every- it would be really nice if she'd... If, like, even just in the middle of one, like, into some transition, they ended up with diapers back on yeah, again. Yeah, And, uh, yeah, because cause at some point she does throw a diaper away, so I thought she did, but regardless. Yeah, after after dealing with Twilight, she went back upstairs and, like, decided to, to give him a scolding and, like, Pancake was, was bouncing on the crib, so she's like, no, 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 this isn't for jumping, this is for sleeping. And, and- maybe, on occasion... Uh, if you're if you're nice, you can pretend it's a fort, but An old that's tiny not the Western same thing. Fort. That's the one. Oh, implications with Appaloosa. Anyway, yeah, yep. Again, this show has some interesting opinions. Yep, there there's a lot of lore, and a lot of it doesn't necessarily make sense. Yeah, this is a very lore-heavy episode, and not not in a good way. Yeah, much like our last episode, which was also very lore-heavy, not necessarily good. Yeah, uh, uh, and and pumpkin is chewing on a rubber was... chicken. Yeah, and Pinkie Pie's like, no, no, you don't, you don't do, you don't eat toys, and puts them both in the in the crib, and she's like, okay. It's nap time, so both of you go to sleep. Yep. And that works? It works. They just they just look at her confused and then just fall over in her sleep. Yep. And then uh, she raises the rail and yeah, she puts them in. She pulls a blanket up and then yep. raises the rail. And this is where it would have been fine. Because that then she just like walks over and throws away a, a like diaper. From this point onward, if the next time we see the babies they just have diapers on, no one would complain. It would be perfectly fine. It would make perfect yeah, sense. Yeah. Why didn't they just put the diapers back on the babies now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, they don't. Yep, and then Pinkie Pie you know, turns the light off and uh, looks back at the crib, and the babies are gone. Yeah. 
uh, you know, she looks around. Pumpkin is, uh, you know, in the closet, uh, chewing on a ru- on the rubber chicken again. Yeah, it, it has strayed back into, like, horror movie territory yeah, with yeah. how they're doing some of the, like, pacing of stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, this whole next chunk is, like, set like a horror movie. There's a lot of, like, slow walking around, a lot of, like, Pinkie looks back, like, three times that Pumpkin is still in the crib before looking for Pound Cake. Yeah, a lot of, like, shadows moving in the foreground and stuff. Yeah, yeah, spooky window lights. Yeah, until, it's a whole thing. Until, uh, eventually she sees a Pound Cake on the ceiling. Yep. He can fly. Yep, he, he can fly now. One month old is apparently enough to have enough flight in those wings to hold a baby body up against the ceiling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Pinkie Pie tries to get him down. That doesn't work. Uh, Pumpkin is, like, levitating a bunch of stuff to her. Chew on. A bunch of toys to chew on. Yeah. Uh, she, like... Pinkie Pie finally, like, has to pull away, like, each toy in turn. Because, like, it is kind of cute that, like, Pumpkin has, like, a num num num, and Pinkie Pie's like, no, 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 and the next one's num num, and she's like, no, no. Like, every num gets an equal number of no's in return. Yeah, uh, and, then and then she suction cups onto the ceiling to grab a uh, pound cake. I'm glad that we see her walking around on suction cups back again, because we had it before. I'm happy to see it again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The callbacks, good actually. Yeah. But she grabs, yeah, she grabs Pound Cake by the hind hooves and he starts like flying around and like dragging her through the rest of Sugar Cube Quarter. Like, yeah, you know, he drags her, you know, through a bunch of like dessert trays and she takes a bunch of pies in the face, which apparently are uh, raspberry, but raspberry. She says, "Oh, I thought I heard raspberry." It, it it is raspberry, but with an with an ol in there, you see. Is is that what turns it purple? Yes, uh, I'm reminded All of right. the raspberry dressing, and I think Mister Bagu's Christmas Carol. Huh. Okay. What? But that was red, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she eventually gets them both back in in the room and slams a like laundry hamper down on top of them and like tapes it to the floor yeah and like Pinkie pie like locks up the the toys up with a bunch of chains and then yeah she does put the the baby case in gay baby jail yeah and like hey remember how them the like rarity mentioned the the weird magic shit yeah. um pumpkin does just uh, phase through the fucking side yep. of this hamper. Let's walk right through. Um, Pumpkin is more powerful than Twilight. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? Twilight can't do that. Uh, I mean... Like, Twilight can teleport, but she can't, like, walk through objects. Well, I kind of suspect Twilight could if she, like, had to. But, you know, weird magic surgery, right? I guess. Right? Like, uh, yeah. Uh. I would expect magic surges to be, like, more wild magic-y rather than like this like I, I, I would expect something like the, the she's there and like trying to eat one of her toys and her horn glows and like all the all the cupcakes in the like downstairs like all all the like frosting color changes yeah, on yeah. those into like rainbows or some shit I don't yeah, know yeah that would be yeah I, 
I'd have expected that too, but of course it has to be like things that cause problems, you know, storytelling. Yeah. Uh, like even if there was just some of that in the background. Yeah. Or or like that was like the first sign and then other stuff was going on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. And then we have a gay baby jailbreak. Uh you know, as you said, uh Hunky just kinda walks through the wall, pound cake just like lifts up the the hamper and wa and walks out. Yeah. And uh Yeah. And then Pumpkin, like, undoes the lock on the toy chest to start eating the turtle again. And, uh, then Pinkie Pie, like, sits on the ground and cries. Yeah. And and the babies both, like, look at her and just, and, and like, Houndcake levitates in a small bag of flour. Yeah. And the two of them are just, like, next to each other, and they do kind of a cute, like, ta-da pose. And, and she, Houndcake, like, not, so not Pancake, um, Pumpkin... Like, rips the bag so they both just get covered in flour. Mm -hmm. The babies are ghosts now. Mm -hmm. Real ghost baby situation. Which. Yeah. I have content. Okay, so. Sorry, digression here. Uh, because the phrase ghost baby is funny to me. And I'm going to explain the joke to you and to every pony else who listens. So that you can all enjoy it too. So. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been in a tabletop gaming group. That, with guys I've known since I was in like eighth grade, you know, some oldest friends love the guys to bits. They're great, and uh, uh. and they, uh, yeah, we've been doing tabletop forever. And there was one time, one famous incident where um, there was a boss fight for some game. It was like the big final boss. Uh, there was a whole thing planned out, and one time we got into a discussion over whether ghosts could have babies. Oh, good. Uh, you know, that is whether a ghost could get pregnant and have babies. Um, and it went on for so long that eventually our GM just said, all right, fuck it, encounter over, you win. Uh, the, you know, the brain in the jar you're trying to kill has, has been listening this whole time and is just done. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to unplug myself, guys. Yeah. Have fun. Yeah, and so... Uh, we're, we're done here. Yeah. And so, uh, from that day on, we refer to, we refer to it as ghost babying. A con, you know, we, like we ghost baby this encounter or whatever. Uh, I do love that kind of you can do the secret way to beat Fallout One by ghost babying the master. Yeah, it's very exactly. good. Uh, uh, the consensus really is like what I came out with is like no, because ghosts don't age. If you see a ghost baby, it's a it's a living baby who died. Yeah. Ghosts don't age, so they can't, like, incubate a child. Huh. That, that's my interpretation. Yeah. I'm I'm not sure I want to keep having this specific conversation. This is going weird places. I don't know, fair enough. But anyway, that's my ghost baby reference. Yeah. And then uh, the, the baby cakes go to bed, and uh, Pinkie Pie cleans shit up because she is responsible. Yeah. And, and the entire time, Pinkie Pie has been like, going, oh, now this is responsible. It's putting the babies in, in an upside-down hamper and taping it shut. This is responsible. And, like, the show never really, like, disagrees with her on that. I mean, she does have, like, the crazy, springy yeah. hair, like, sticking out of her mane and stuff, which is, like, the and, and like, the drastically varying pupil size yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like, it's... It's the same thing we had with Twilight yeah, and the not like. Great. Yeah, it. I think the show is trying to implicitly imply that like 
no Pinkie Pie's getting desperate and lying to herself right now. Like, I, yeah. I, I trust the viewership of this show right. to at least, at least know that that Pinkie Pie is wrong there. Yeah, yeah. Because like when she goes and cleans up, like she's like, all right, well, time to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. The and then the cakes come home and they're like, everything is spotless and they're like. Oh my god, I thought this was the wrong house at first. Yeah. Which, damn, that's a backhanded compliment, that one right there. Uh, like, you know. I I imagine if you live in a house with, like, where you're with two one-month-olds, it's going to accumulate a certain, like, especially if it's, like, also a kitchen at a restaurant and such, it's going to accumulate a certain baseline level of grime, you know? Yeah, and it, it is going to be some yeah. level of mess. Like, I don't think that's a dig at Pinkie Pie. I think that's just, a, like, a remark on the, um, you know, how their house generally is at this point. I mean, they were coming in the door being, like, expecting, da- like, yeah. the place to be ruined. Yeah. So, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, still, like, like kind of mean to Pinkie, but, uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And, um... But, you know, they look in on the kids who are sleeping, and they're like, Oh, thank you, Pinkie Pie. You did a good job. Uh, yeah, can we have you do it again? And Pinkie's like, uh, yeah, how about never? And then they look in, and the, you know, uh, Power says Pinkie, and Pumpkin says Pie to each other, and it's so cute. Pinkie Pie's like, I might have some free time next Tuesday. And she doesn't let me check my schedule thing again, right? That's the, that's yeah. the callback. But they only did the joke twice, and that's why the joke wasn't funny. They didn't do it three times. Come on, guys. You know this. You know how to do this correctly. Oh, yeah, she could have said, let me check my schedule to Twilight or something. I don't know. Yeah. What's with these ponies checking my sketch? Yeah. And... I think that's horse, right? Yeah, that's horse. Or, is there anything for Oh, Pinkie Pie oh, writes Yeah, yeah, she writes a letter to Celestia about how, um... Raising a child is hard. Yep. Which I thought was, like, not what the moral was going to be. I thought it was going to be about responsibility in general. Or, like, you know, it's okay to accept help. But she never even says, like... I mean, yeah, it's kind of implied she maybe should have accepted Twilight's help. Uh, and maybe Twilight shouldn't have been kind of a dick about it. But, no, the more apparently the moral of this episode is it's hard to raise babies. Which it is. Like, that's true. Kind of weird moral, though. Yeah. Like, yeah, the 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 stated moral of this episode is, when taking care of babies is more than just playing with them, you also have to feed them and shit. Yeah, it turns out babies not always just fun, actually. Which I didn't imagine. I didn't think that was a preconception anyone had, but okay. Apparently, Pinky did. Yeah. Uh, which is weird because Pinky's like lived. Remember, Pinky lives in Sugar Cube Corner. Like, she's. Lived yeah. here with the baby cakes for a month. Just hasn't gotten this yet. Does she also have like younger siblings back on the rock farm? I think, uh, I, think I remember that. Yeah, uh, I I think she's about the same age as her sister. She might be the youngest. I think because I the okay. only pony I remember is Maud, who is older than her. I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. Maud's older than Pinky. I don't know about the other two. I always got the sense that Pinky was the youngest sibling. Yeah, okay. I could see that. Or even then, there's only like, you know, a, a year or so is different, a difference at minimum. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but... That's... That's horse. Yeah, yeah. Again, I don't know if this is... This is kind of better than Burn the Hoof because it's less frustrating. 
Yes, that's but fair. This is... I, I yeah. will say that when Twilight showed up halfway through, I was like, oh, thank God, a second character... Oh, thanks, Celestia, a second character who talks. Like, we could have, right? like, a back and forth. But... Yeah, we could have some banter. Yeah, like, that was... You know, at least a nice part of Burn the Hoof was, you know, Twilight shows up and she and Fluttershy can talk to each other. It was frustrating for other reasons, but at least, like, we have two characters who can talk to each other. We can have some character dynamics. Yeah, and, like, it could have been, the episode could have been around, like, Pinkie Pie trying to help Twilight help her and that not going well. And, like, that being the conflict rather than just both babies, like... Hound Cake learned to fly, and also the magic shit starts happening all at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it could have been more interesting if Twilight was around. Could have had a better, like, I think we've actually already had an episode for, like, if you need help, it's okay to, oh yeah, it was an Applejack one. Yeah, yeah. If you need help, it's okay to, to, like, accept it when people offer it. But, like, this is the thing of, like, if you're in over your head on, like, a thing you, like, if you committed to something that you did not realize just how much of, like, a responsibility it was, like, it's okay to have someone else, like, come by and, like, show you how to do things right and then, like, learn how to do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, I don't know. Like, like having Twilight basically teach her what to do and then leave and then the cakes are like, oh, look, you did it just fine. And Pinkie Pie has, like, a sly little line about, like, having help or something that yeah. isn't specified on. Like, yeah, done. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been nice to see, like, Twilight have some kind of mention, like, you know, huh, you know, I think Pinkie Pie would have been more likely to accept my help if I didn't imply she was incompetent. Yeah. Yeah, like, a very, a very much like, oh, like, just when she's outside the door, just, just her being like, oh, I did that wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, and that was, just, just in a moment of her being like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. Would have been good. Yeah, it would have been nice to see some, like, some acknowledgement that, like, Pinkie Pie was willing to see Twilight help, and the different, Twilight was, like, kind of rude about it in a way that, like, Played on the thing Pinkie Pie was, like, already, like, insecure about, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and a decent moral is, like, hey, if someone asks you for help, like, be normal about it, don't say I told you show, which is I, re a really hard, like, urge to, <laughs> to resist. Yeah. Ideas, but, uh. Yeah. Huh. Before we go to the mailbag, real quick. I've, I've also been having the, the like, wiki up just for keeping an eye on just, like, pace of the show things. Uh, so, I'm, so I'm not, like, skipping yeah, scenes. Yeah. Um, and I did scroll down to the, the comments, and, um, like, what the fuck? What do you mean Applejack is mean? He's way too dedicated to the farm. That's her fucking, like... That's her fucking life. Fluttershy was mean? Fluttershy was... Fl Fluttershy was extremely apologetic about already having other plans. Like, Rainbow Dash was rude, sure. Yeah. Rarity was... Definitely, but like Applejack was like, my farm will be ruined if I don't. Yeah, do this. Applejack was and... literally like, you know, yeah, no, like I would, uh, I'm kind of busy right now. I can't really watch your kids. And then like yeah, like Twilight was like the actual like meanest of the group with her like backhanded shit at Pinkie Pie, even though she showed up to help. Why is she not? Why did none of these assholes mention Twilight? Anyway. Because it's only about which parties oh, were mean in this episode. Uh, but, like, Twilight was mean in this episode. Uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Like, Freddy is always this mean? I don't know. I, I think we have different definitions of the word mean. Yeah, clearly. But, like, uh, 
the commenters on this website are bad. Yeah, I usually don't scroll down, but I like I scrolled a little, like I, my because like if I if I don't have my my wheel clicked in, like you can hear it. So I have it like in the in the free rolling mode, and I just didn't stop it at the bottom of the pictures. So I scrolled down to the comments, and I caught that before scrolling back up, and I was like, "What the fuck is this? <laughs> oh, what a mess!" Anyway, um, it uh, looks like we actually have some mail today. Yeah, we had, we this one um, I, our darling bubble wrap brought it normally, but uh, this one actually came in through our Tumblr asp hole, uh, which whoa. <laughs> That's a way to word well, that. Our ask box, I guess it is. Uh, I just, I just think it came in through our ask hole. Is a very <laughs> interesting way of, of saying that. Is all. Uh, well, this week's darling ask hole is no, no, no. <laughs> uh, oh, you monster! Oh uh, no, no, I would, I would never say that about one of our darling fans who took the time to write in. And um, mm-hmm. but uh, to be clear, we do, we do check our Tumblr. Uh, inbox or a woman box uh less often than email but like if we I take it at least once a week so yeah that is, take a peek every yeah, now that and is then. also a way to get a hold of us if for some reason you hate email mm-hmm. which i don't blame you i don't like emails that much either but i get it me the email fine i will be our email apologist uh but oh like it's more of just like i hate writing emails <laughs> I don't mind receiving them. I just hate writing them. Oh, but it's so magical sending an email. It feels so retro. It's like, uh, it, it's the one place that hasn't been corrupted by capitalism. Email. Oh, see, that's the thing for me is like, every time I'm writing an email, I'm having to do it to like someone professional. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like I have to be like digging up my like ancient, like writing a resume mm-hmm. skills to write an email, which is why I hate doing them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's usually, like, I have to, like, it's for some business bullshit or whatever. That's uh, fair. Like, if I had a reason to email people that I liked rather than for business shit, I'd hey, baby. do that hey, more. want to send me an email sometime? I can just, I mean, I could, I could just turn around and yeah, talk yeah, to we, you Yeah, yeah, we here. live together. Yeah. And and back in, oh my god, we even settled on a good word for this last episode. Audience I've forgotten world. it already. Yes. Like, folks in audience world can, like, text. If I like you enough to want to talk to you, I'm probably, like, texting you or, or like, sending yeah. a message on, like, a... a Messenger m- app, yeah. Millions of messaging apps, yeah. Rather than emailing. <sighs> anyway, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, Got on yeah, a yeah, set, Setting aside by my fucking Fostork brain that, uh... Ah! You're talking to me without the... Without the help of a walled garden using this this free uh, message transfer protocol from the dawn of the internet. I, 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 yeah. Uh... Like, to be clear, I have nothing against email. I just personally hate writing emails. That's it. Yeah, I prefer female. There it is. Uh, the home server joke. I, stole I was I was waiting for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Strong that beat me to it, but I had to say it. Okay, regardless, regardless. Yeah. So our darling crossover fan writes, Hey, I just finished the last episode, and after listening to the unicorn rant, I feel extremely compelled to say something. Okay, this is late game lore, but for unicorns raising the sun and moon back... Required a large group completely exhausting themselves and repeated will often lead to uh, like losing the ability to lose magic. So it asks for him, but that seems fair. Sorry for this, he says. And and this corroborates, so, you know, after after we talked about this, I was posting about it, and some other folks uh you know replied to me saying about the same, and uh to corroborate this, I uh uh got a book. It wasn't even from Twilight's library. This is a different nope, book. Because this book, um 
isn't supposed to exist yet? I took a lot to, yeah, if we're talking about horde milking, it took quite a bit of, uh, borrowed magic to reach to the fourth wall and get this book here that isn't supposed to exist yet. I don't know why I'm picking up and gesturing with it. You all can't see it. Uh, but, it, I mean, it... She's doing it quite emphatically. I can tell you that from mm -hmm. over here. And that uh, does, but it also, like, in-universe does kind of exist. I can only read it so much for chronomelectric reasons and uh, to preserve the, the weave and weft of the story we find ourselves in. But um, it is the Journal of the Two Sisters. It is basically in season four. Apparently there's an episode that has the journal that Celestia and Luna wrote about their early days as princesses of Equestria. Oh, okay. And that was like a plot point episode, but they also published the book for real and audience for it. Like, it's a book you could buy. And that is the thing I have in my hot little hoops. So, oh, excellent. in universe, this book already exists, but also it's probably full of state secrets or some shit. And, you know, it's like spoilers for season four, kind of. So I can only read so much of it. But it does corroborate what I was told, which is the book has a lot of like wild lore implications that we will get to some other time. Like that Celestia and Luna were from some other, like there were some other alicorns that raised them. Okay. They were like chosen to lead Equestria because an alicorn is kind of a unicorn and a pegasus is also an earth pony, I guess. Uh, that's why their legs are so long. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. Um, I don't know. When they started being in charge of Equestria, they, like, A, didn't really seem to know what they were doing, and also did not have their cutie marks. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here about, like... What? Princess Plata would, like, make fun of them for being blank flakes, and also princesses. What? And then... What? Yeah, and then Star Swirl, like, Star Swirl is the one kind of helping them out. And he is the one... And so, yeah, so there's a whole thing here about uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so six unicorns are required for the task of raising and lowering the sun and moon every day and night. Uh, Star Scroll is always one of them because he's such a good magic horse that, like, he can do it without hurting himself too much. So it did, like, seem to turn his beard gray. And if they do it too much, they, like, lose their magic forever? And ten huh. other unicorns constantly needed to offer up their magic as a sacrifice for all of Equestria. This morning, they ran out of full-grown unicorns with magical abilities and were unable to perform their task. And then, basically, the princesses volunteer to do it, and that turns out to be their special talent. Wow. Okay. I mean, on one hand, that doesn't make the lore too confusing, but on the other hand, that does make it very confusing. Yeah, so, like, like does... It, the, it makes some very... Like, it closes some plot holes while just ripping other ones wide yeah, that open just instead. Yeah, further question. So, like... Do is this true of all of the planet, all of Earth, the planet that we live on now that is called Earth? Like, I mean, like over in Griffinstone, but, do they have the same sun? They would have to, right? Well, we've already talked about this. The Everfree Forest, the Everfree like Forest, weather and stuff has weather and stuff that happens like without ponies being involved. Yeah, like it makes sense that the weather would happen or whatever without Pegasi interfering, but like. Day and night is different, yeah? Like, because I, I mentioned... I the, would assume so. Like, I, 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 I skimmed the journal because it just came in, like, right before we recorded. But, like, they mentioned the Everfree Forest a bunch. And, like, you don't think... You'd think they would have mentioned if, like, 
the Everfree Forest had like its own day-night cycle. Yeah, I the the only fallback I have for this is hogfathering it and just being like the sun wouldn't rise, simply a flaming ball of gas would rise in its place. But like, clearly not. <laughs> like they, they don't invent I, whimsy into it. They have this fucking golden throne shit where you have to you have to f- sacrifice ten unicycers every day to maintain the, uh, the day-night cycle. <sighs> that's the one forty k joke I'll make this episode. I promise. Yeah. That's also. Fair. I, I think we have we have quite a large quota of episodes where we've not made forty k mm-hmm. jokes. I, I I think we can keep adding to that that ledger. But yeah, also, um, um, this is not really this isn't a lore problem. But um, you want to guess what Luna's cutesy nickname for her sister is? Uh, it, it's like a diminutive version of her name. It's like a shortened version of her name. I'm gonna go for Lesty. Nope, it's Selly. I don't like yeah, that same. one. Like, I always call her Kia for short, because that's cute to me. But just because I am yeah. always correct when it comes to horse nicknames, no pony asked me, Graceful Spark, the name decider. But Right? I mean, look at a lot of my characters. I almost always, like, shorten to the end, of, like, final mm-hmm. syllable rather than first mm-hmm. syllable for names. Like, I, I, I figured that because you were asking, it wasn't that. So I had to go for, like, the middle, because, again, Selly is just so... Yeah, it sounds like celery. Yeah. Not great. Also, there's this weird thing where, like, Luna talks about the royal, the royal Canterlot voice, and something they would do, like, while playing before they moved to Equestria, but why would it be called the royal Canterlot voice if you've ever been to Canterlot? Uh, Canterlot was the make-pretend place that they were princesses over before they moved to Canterlot and called it that, because it wasn't called Canterlot before. Maybe? Ah. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, you asked a question, and I, 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 I went into GM mode and just made up an answer out of nowhere. I'm sorry. Okay, no, wait. So, they say blah, blah, blah. When Luna and I were fillies, we baked cows out of the gems we found in the hills of Canterlot. So, did they lived in Canterlot? But before it was Equestria? What? <laughs> this is wrong. I'm sorry, but no. The lore is Why? so confusing. <sighs> Why would they do it this way? Why is this the way it's done? What? No. I'm gonna go with no. Yeah. That's my answer to this. So, it's so... Yeah, so... I'm going to have to read this at, at some point. To, like, did Canterlot, like, become part of Equestria? Or Alicorns from Canterlot? Because, like, it, it says they grew maybe? up in Canterlot. But, like... There was... Canterlot's in Equestria. Okay, Canterlot's in current Equestria. Yeah. Which has definitely expanded since, like, the, the tale we heard in Heartswarming. Because, like... Yeah. They have... They're, they're still doing it. Like, again, Appaloosa was set, set up, like, within the last generation. It's the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe the, the, they, they formed Equestria and, like, it expanded over where Cantalot was. Maybe, yeah, maybe Cantalot was already where the Alcorn was. Still fucking confusing. Well, like, they talk about building the castle and, like, drawing up blueprints for the castle and stuff. So, the castle 
Like, okay, so if I were like, because uh, like if I were, you know, securing this sort of political arrangement, right? Like if I was, if I were Star Squirrel, if I was in Star Squirrel's yeah. horseshoes, well, but also the casually picture, the picture in this is not the one on the mountain. It's just like on the ground. That's weird. But um. Regardless, so like, if I was like in Star Squirrel shoes, I would make the deal of like, hey, so we need a, we need some rulers. What if we we subsume Canterlot into Equestria? It can be our capital city, and these two become our god kings. That's the deal. Yeah, I I guess like it. Makes some sense, like I I get it. It's reasonable in its own way, but it's also feels like something they would have said more directly. Yeah, if that's the yeah. case, because like I don't know if it's because this book is like written for children or because the princess were like young when they wrote it, but they like you know they come off as children here, right? You know, yeah. Even though they're like they're like oh well, Alicorn's age at a different rate than every pony else, so it's normal for us. To still have blank plays at our age, which yeah, sure, fair enough. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, this says Clover the Clever is a she. What? Clover the transgender baby? Ah, uh, baby, we knew it. We, of course, of course, Clover's a trans name. Perfect. Yes. Love that for her. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What a fucked up existence. Oh man. Not not Clover. Clover's wonderful, but like the rest of it. Just uh Yeah, it's so Yeah. Yep. I I I, I, I gotta close this book. Yeah, so answers mm-hmm. that question, but raises these others? Like Okay, like yes, I will admit that if the unicorns are, you know dying to make the day night cycle continue to work, then cool. But like what happened before they started doing this? Like, there weren't always unicorns, right? Like, was the world just in, like, endless day or endless night until they figured they could do this? How the fuck would that work? It wouldn't. Like, like I, okay, no. See, the, see now, now the problem is that we do we do know of planets that exist like that. And it would just be that like basically one hemisphere would be ice and the other hemisphere would be a charred yeah, ball. Yeah, they're tidally locked or whatever. Yeah. Uh n- no, that's not tidal locking. It's, it, it's basically just like the planet rotates in a, in such a way that like one side is always facing the sun and one side isn't. Yeah. Um so one side gets burned, the other side gets frozen. Um, and then you theoretically would have like the like sort of dusk zone right on the equator that would be like safe, habitable yeah, yeah. zone for life if yeah. that's a thing that's yeah. going on there. Yeah. So like, if that's a thing, that. But so they're but they always describe it as raising the sun, not rotating the earth. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like it, it's not like you would you would need to do like every. 12 hours you give it a magical shove to keep yeah. it spinning or yeah, some like shit it's, like that's not how yeah, that would like, work remember celestia's count is raising the sun not 
rotating the Earth, and Luna is raising the moon, which, uh, not rotating the moon around Earth. Yeah, like it. Okay, t- to take a, a small step, it. It could be that Celestia is just extremely good at giving it one push and then every 24 hours, and Luna's good at giving the other push every 24 hours, and they figured that out, and they've lied to everyone along the way, because... I mean, you know, like, you, uh, you know, there's a knack to it. It's still, like, fucking hard to push, to give it a push. I'll I'll give her that. Yeah. But, but yeah, it is a, like... Like, as soon as it is the celestial bodies moving around the planet, like, all physics as we understand it is out the window, and we need to get a a horse on the moon to, I don't know, we, take we some had photos one. or some shit before we find out. She wasn't very excited about it, but she was up there. Okay, yes, but she was also, uh... uh Not in any position to be doing astronomy, her... yes. And also, her return did not it did not benefit her to have given us that information if it was there to be given. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We, can't, we can't trust her. We need an impartial horse on the moon, not a mare in the moon. Nightmare moon, the mare in the yeah. moon. Do you believe they put a mare on the moon? Mare on the moon. Ah. So I, I did look it up. Tidal locking is when two astronomical objects rotate such that there was no net change in the rotation rate. And it can sometimes, there's a special case where it results in the situation where, you know, like the moon has with audience world Earth, where the same side is always facing it. But there's not oh, like a okay. special thing. No, but the same side is always facing the sun. Not... Like, but no, like, wait. It, whatever the two bodies are, like, it doesn't, like... Yeah, it, I, I get you. It, there is, I... I was under the impression tidal locking was a different uh, thing. It doesn't yeah, really matter. Like, yeah, this is like it, it is a special case of title locking, but regardless, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I guess that it's such a like specific situation. I thought it was a different. Yeah, thing. there, there might sorry. be some special term for the Wikipedia doesn't know. Regardless, uh, yeah, the online encyclopedia that anyone can edit. The free online encyclopedia that any pony can edit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. The free online encyclopedia no pony will ever edit again because <laughs> because uh-huh. I, no pony can figure out the, what yeah like this this damn book answers one question but raises others uh I the thing is now my brain wants to scream something that has absolutely no relevance to the current situation and like maybe half of our, half of our listeners will even remotely understand the reference and not even see its importance but uh look gordon ropes we can use them to tra- traverse pits <sighs> ah look twilight ropes uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh the free online encyclopedia uh, that no one will edit ever again uh, i need my uh, coins twilight <laughs> Uh, they took my princess in the divorce. <laughs> Hello, Twilight. Uh, hey, hey, every listener, this is your this is your requirement, and by requirement, I mean it's fine. Uh, go, go, maybe watch. Uh, half what, what half like um, VR, but half like VR, but this AI software. is yeah, yeah. Um, Holly as Doctor Coomer is some amazing mm-hmm. work. Mm-hmm. Um. 
I do want to point out, at one point, she does just start into the uh, Wikipedia oh, article for what a chair yeah. is. She has this like, whole like old, weird article on chairs memorized. Yeah, because like, at time of recording uh, of that episode, um, the Wikipedia article had been edited and did not have the wording she said, which means she had memorized, like, and she's done it before, yeah. so she has memorized the Wikipedia entry for chair from like yeah, years this ago. Particular weird. It's changed it. now. Yeah, that, that comes up in the in the commentary yeah. they do is like she says, "Oh yeah, no, Holly just like has this one chair article memorized." Oh man, what a trans thing yeah. right there! Love fucking wins. Yeah, like I don't know. It the show definitely falls apart at about the the two thirds point where they decide to start scripting it yeah, rather than yeah. like. Just kind of going off the cuff, but yeah, it's good. It's good content. Uh, Gordon Feetman. Her feet. Not much. What's feet with you? <laughs> uh, Gordon Hoofman. Thank you very much. Gordon Freemare. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to close the book, I promise. But, like, it does make it clear that, like, so Luna and Celestia learned the royal cantalab voice when they were fillies. Quote, the alicorns thought it was an important part of our education, but we both thought being like that every day sounded silly. But they would do it while they were playing when they ran and flew in the hills of Canterlot. Oh, okay. N now I'm returning to my previous theory of Canterlot is a different place. Like, there was another place called Canterlot that they grew up, and then, like, like they moved to wherever the current castle is and just named that Canterlot instead. <sighs> I'm willing to believe that I'm willing like, to believe it was like or like or this kind of a like you know even old New York was once to Amsterdam type thing. Yeah, exactly. Like there's historic precedent for people doing this of just like we used to live in this town, but we moved to this other town and just named that the old the town we <laughs> used to live in. Like that's a thing. I have to imagine that's the thing that that's going on here, right? Oh, I will consult the ancient. I mean, scrolls, you've got, but like. You have acquired the tome. You can you can you can read that at your leisure, and we can find I it. I can only later. read so much. I can feel the 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 weave and weft of the story unraveling as I take in this acronal information we're not supposed to have. But I'm so fucking curious, and every mad scientist bone in my body is, wants to know more. Ah, uh, hubris. The hubris of being a mad scientist is Thank well. How how do I say sparking? Ah, thank you, dude. You flatter me. I love to be punished for my hubris, uh, you know this. Exactly. Like, God, this de <sighs> this details, like, they were having airspace skirmishes with the, the griffins? No, 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 okay, alright. I'm- I'm closing the book and taking it from you now. We need- we need to- we need to stop the podcast. Okay, yes. We need to- we need to sign off before you keep touching yes, this. Yes, no, I- I appreciate that. It's gonna levitate it to the other uh, side of the room. You can deal with it okay, once we're done. Okay. Alright. Is this. They mentioned cadence? Okay, okay, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's gone? Okay. Good. Okay. The lore here doesn't make any fucking sense. Okay. We live in a nightmare world. Yeah. It's fine. Don't uh, worry about it. Please, please do your sign off yeah, so we yeah. can be free. I'd rather just live in a society. Yeah. 
we do live in a pony society, and that is the life we live. And unfortunately, we've got so much more of it ahead of us. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait till for another two seasons where we um, yeah, we we see this book. Where Finally, we're... get to have that book exist normally. Yeah. 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 And listeners, uh, if you ever doubted my our devotion to this podcast, I bought a damn book for you all. <laughs> I, I've done it before. I... And I'll do it again. I mean, if you um. Uh, if you follow me on social media, you've also seen the time I uh, I posted my big stack of Equestria Girls books to Reddit, and that was a whole situation. But yeah, some of those posts were a whole thing. Like, I, just to, just to pull back the curtain for a second, the fourth wall is being real weird. In a second, it is a curtain instead of a wall. You know how I mean, great we, that yeah, is. Yeah, we did have to pull but, a, a book through it, so that's not great for it. Yeah. Uh, to, to my right is a little statuette of. Of darling fucking spilled beans. There is a tiny, like, four inch tall horse just sitting on my desk next to me. So, like, you know, we're pretty fucking dedicated to this show. Oh, I should really make sure that goes up on the mm-hmm. socials. Mm-hmm. Do that sometime this yeah, week. Yeah, send me a picture. Oh, you should have access. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 we finally figured out me having access. Yeah, yeah, no, you should be able to we're post good. it all by yourself. Yeah, I'll 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 do that. Make sure I got the whole the whole thing worked out. That'll be my inaugural mm. beans posting. Boasting. Beansting. Mm. No, actually, I'll, I'll I'll take that as boasting. Oh, no, that that word does mean a second thing. Ah, oh, well. It does mean a second thing, but you know what? In this situation, me, I'll take I'm it. trying to be some boastbusters. That's we already did that episode. Please don't, please don't make us oh, go back I in time. Never, I would never. By which I mean I'm going to bust. A nut in a <laughs> in beans while she posts. Perfect. Can't wait. I I'm going to lower the fourth wall again, and I might need to nail it down to keep it in place now. But still, yeah, yeah, I'll have to stitch it back up or something. To, but regardless, 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 I have been Ponyville's beloved Princess Graceful Spark. You can find my writing programs podcast posted, but they also just fit the plug at princess.software. I don't remember if this part got saved, so I'm going to say it again. I'm going to go ahead and plug Alien Swarm Reactive Drop, the uh, game that just had its big ol' uh, anniversary update on 420 that I did all the Swarmopedia for. In fact, one of the uh, one of the Swarmopedia entries has a, has a reference to this podcast in it. So, um, have fun at that. Oh, damn. Yeah, we're in there. Oh, excellent. Love that. Love that mm-hmm, for us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Again, dedicated, baby. Dedicated. Yeah. It's ne- we we have infected other fiction mm-hmm, with us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um depending on how you read this, we may be canon to Half-Life 2 now. Uh so there's you know, your HLVRAI uh, double connection. Uh Yeah. Anyways, oh that was Half-Life 1. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Those are in the same universe, I think. But yeah. You can find my... I mean, with what the G-Man does, we yeah, never know. But yeah. Sorry, the go G- ahead. G-Man stands for... Graceful Spark? G-Man? I don't, I don't know if I like okay. that. Okay. Uh, but you can find my writing programs podcast... You can find my writing programs podcast post if anything else that fits like a princess.software beans. Dearest, where can we find you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be trying to make more of an effort to, to haunt those social medias. Because the ones that aren't Twitter are kind of okay on the brain, actually. Um... Yeah, pretty much everything I do can be found. Uh, if you're looking for stuff from any other parts of my brain, 
Uh, you can find all that over at uh, dracos.art, D R A E K O S dot A R T. Um, the playbook I made a little while ago for uh, uh, Thirsty Sword Lesbians is, is out, and, and, and I think I mentioned that before. Uh, the, the Internet Poisoned, it's, yeah, it's, it's around. Um, yeah. I've also been working on one for uh, uh, Dungeon Bitches, which is uh, probably not a game for everyone. It's got sex moves and gore and stuff. It's a uh, it's an edgy it's, one. It's about, but it's about being gr- a bunch of rowdy bitches who don't live in a society. Yeah, uh, yeah, uh, queer women with no no place in polite society having to go into dungeons with horrifying monsters. It's not a good time for anyone, but it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. Mm-hmm. Good times. Um, so yeah, uh, if you be... want to suck the poison out to your think... to the girl you just met's dick, there you go. <sighs> uh, notably, I'm working on, on I think getting kind of close to feeling like it's good to share super publicly uh the drag which is just a playbook for hey you're a monster that uh decided to flee the dungeon because it's really shitty there and tried to live among humans and uh that's going really badly for you actually that's the playbook that's the starting point baby everything goes downhill from there so yeah i'll uh hopefully have that as a thing that's actually more publicly shared Hmm. In like a month or so, I don't know, we'll see how long my work cycle goes and how much my brain lets me work mm-hmm. on it. Anyway, uh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that. And see you around, every pony. Ah, excuse me. I, we have some magic batteries oh, to recharge. I have to. Beans. It is yeah. four o'clock. It's time for your horn milking. Excellent. Good. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's yeah. go deal with that. Damn it! I should have done that joke a third time. That way, it would have been a joke. Fuck. God damn it! Fuck! Celestia, damn it! Celestia and Luna, damn it, you and your inscrutable lord. Alright, let's go milk this horn and get on out of here.